Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? It's the Melchester Odyssey again. It's episode 62. Uh, from the best of Roy the Rovers, the 1980s. Um, widely available online for about 400 quid now because we've ramped the prices right up as a result of this. Um, better scouring charity shops, I reckon, if you're trying to get a copy. Yeah. Here we are. Uh, it, I'll just read what it says at the beginning of this week's uh, episode. It yeah. just says, Roy Race was still lying unconscious in hospital after being shot down by an unknown gunman. And former England manager Sir Alf Ramsey had agreed to become caretaker manager of Melchester Rovers. Sir Alf caused an immediate sensation by bringing back super brat Vic Guthrie, who had been questioned by the police about the shooting for an away game against Westbury. What's what's Sir Alf's fucking thinking about bringing back, mm-hmm. bringing back Vic Guthrie? You, Guthrie, <laughs> I hear you're under suspicion of shooting Roy Race. I Not like the kind that. of man I want this fucking team. <laughs> I like that. It's ballsy. It's the sort of thing my old, my old, uh, my old friend Nobby Styles might have done <laughs> back when we won the World Cup. I need that whole World Cup campaign. It kept me on my fucking toes. I always thought I was under threat of assassination from Styles, and he thought that I knew that he was going to do it. It kept us both sharp. It led an edge to the squad. <laughs> it's the vital edge we needed. The always German have someone manager. out there in the field who you think could kill a man. <laughs> You're a maverick, Guthrie. You're a nasty bastard. You're a nasty bastard, aren't you, Guthrie? <laughs> You'll do for me. You <laughs> You're in the team. Guilty or not guilty, it makes no odds to me. <laughs> a man is innocent until found guilty, even though I know you did it. <laughs> I can see it in your eyes, man. You're a Welshman, aren't you, Guthrie? By heritage. Yes, I've done my research. <laughs> A killer. <laughs> I'm Alf Ramsey. I won the fucking World Cup with England. I'm England through and through. <laughs> You're a, f- a nasty foreigner as far as I'm concerned, Guthrie. But I'll give you a chance. One chance. <laughs> so as I'm concerned, the Welsh are just Irish who couldn't fucking swim. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You're all second-class citizens to me anyway. <laughs> You're lower than the Greeks. And I spent enough time around them to know what dogs they are. But they can be trained like any dog. They can be brought to heel. 
the Welsh, the Irish, the Scots, the, and the, the Greeks, Celts, the Celts in general, not so much. <laughs> Harder to bring to di- to to hear than a Greekman. They're a lazy race. They put up very little resistance, scant resistance. <laughs> It's because of the heat. They're always so fucking sleepy. <laughs> right, so uh, they're kicking off away at Westbury. Um, Lampard's in the crowd there. Um, shouting, they're away! Come on now, Westbury! They're away. Who shouts that at the start of a football match? <laughs> the game has begun. The game has begun. Kick the ball, lads! <laughs> Did you see that Chelsea began. fan? The game has begun. Fun, fun, the game has begun. <laughs> Let's all watch the game. Kick the ball around. <laughs> run, run as fast as you can. Score a goal, boys. <laughs> I think Norwich City actually sing a song like that. Um, the uh, well, Portsmouth you... sing play up Pompey, don't they? Yeah, play up Pompey, Pompey, Fuck play up. Norwich sing that song. On the ball, City. Never uh-huh. mind the danger. Yeah. Very oh silly. And I was in a pub once at um, uh, Highbury, before West Ham Arsenal at Highbury, and we were in this Arsenal pub, me and my mates, and we were trying to keep a low one because it was all Arsenal in there. But then some fucking geezer who looked like an old pirate, an old man with a beard got up and he had a tankard of ale and he started singing this old fucking... And the Arsenal boys appear... And the oh whole public, it was like something from a silly old war film. And we were like, <laughs> fuck it. Now, everything you thought about Arsenal's true. And I, we always remember <laughs> it. It always gets mentioned when Arsenal fans come up in conversation. Because the final line of this song, he was singing it in a deep baritone like he practiced it. And it was all old fashioned. And all these other fucking Arsenal fans were joining in and sort of, you know, swinging their glasses like they thought they were in fucking oldie time pirate times, right? And the last line of the song went, And as for dear old Tottenham, they can go to hell. Oh. <laughs> and we, were, we all fucking pissed ourselves laughing and clapped. I right? about six West Ham fans in the corner. It was one of the fucking strangest spectacles I've ever seen at a football game. <laughs> but that's Arsenal. I wonder who the first person was that sung at a football match. <laughs> what mad so no, yeah, hey, and everyone, hey. everyone, instead of just going, what the fuck's he doing? They I'm fucking, fucking joined join in. in. Hey, yeah. lads, I'm going to try something out a bit special today. <laughs> What's this? <laughs> Start fucking singing this out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know that fucking Spanish number, Quanta Manera, or whatever it's called? I've rewritten <laughs> it, right? <laughs> to, the words are now one Tony Woodcock. Listen. <laughs> one Tony Woodcock. There's only one Tony Woodcock. Can you hear people are joining in? Come on, everyone. One Tony Woodcock. Fucking hell, this is great fun. After a tough week in the foundry, this is just what we need to help us blow off steam. A good sing song. (laughs) Uh, There's not enough public singing anymore. It used to happen all the time in pubs, didn't it? Yeah. A good Well, it probably still does down your way. Oh, yeah, there's always knees ups in London. Up, yeah. You go into any pub and you just announce a knees up and it'll just Knees happen. up! Knees up, everyone! <laughs> knees hey. up time! Hurrah! <laughs> 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 time for a knees up! 
Boy, old bed, said follow the feds. Oh, when my old wedding ring was new. <laughs> Who do you think you are kidding, Mr. Hitler? <laughs> no income tax, no VAT, nobody back, no guarantee. <laughs> Just go and sing that anywhere in a London pub and that you'll you'll be alarmed by how warm the reaction is. Hidey hidey hi hoody hoody ho Go 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 to the holiday rock If you want to change the situation Looking <laughs> <laughs> on the side from morning to night <laughs> Amazing So yeah just give it a go if you if you're coming to London for a weekend with the kids see the sights just mm-hmm. keep pull out one of those songs. You you want to break down barriers with the mm-hmm. the famously sort of standoffish London folk. Yeah, just get, go into any pub, big or small, mm-hmm. um, rough or fancy, and just pull out one of those classic theme tunes, and you'll you'll get a great reaction. Well, don't forget to announce the knees up first. I've got to yeah. shout, knees up, knees up, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> And don't if you don't know all the lyrics, don't be afraid to hum one of your yeah. favourite theme tunes. Like you feel free to hum the theme tune to the professionals. Yeah. Or even American ones like um Cagney and Lacey. Sometimes <laughs> I go in and I go, These up everyone and then I play the air sax and I do the beginning <laughs> bit from Cagney and Lacey. <laughs> And everyone joins in. Who's up for Hill Street Blues? Come on! That's it, everyone. Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. <laughs> Fucking hell, that reminds me of my dream last night. I, I'll leave it this because we don't like dream chat. But I was actually oh, in. I was in the bar out of cheers having a drink. Oh fuck yeah. hell! Weird. Were the stuff there? Was it the? Yeah. the, the, the Norm stuff? was there, and I went yeah. over and introduced myself and had a little <laughs> chat with him. I'm Sam Delaney, old Britain's top journalist. If I've heard of me, Norm, I'm a big <laughs> fan. Very with your work. And I'm, 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 I'm a big fan of yours, Norm, and I'm sure the feeling is mutual. So, yeah, a knees up. Um, so, they're away. Come on down, Westbury. And there's someone else shouts, let's see you shatter Rovers and beaten record. <laughs> it's hard to believe this is Melchester's 20th league game without defeat. Well, we've missed a few of them, haven't we? I can only remember two or three that we've seen. Yeah. But that's what happens. Um, Ramsey's there. Um, <laughs> he's got a fucking tracksuit on. Which I wouldn't really expect from Alf Ramsey in 1981. Nah. Yeah, so we're a fucking tracksuit. What of it? Yeah, it was the Greeks that showed me the virtues of the tracksuit. When I first <laughs> arrived, I wore my usual suit and tie. But it was... <laughs> It was terribly, it was sweltering. The heat was insane. And I carried a briefcase and an umbrella <laughs> with me as well. They soon put paid to that. They gave me a, 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 a what they call a tracksuit made of man-made fibres. <laughs> I found it liberating. So he's got his tracksuit on there. Um, Taffy Evans is next to him. Looks a bit fucking miserable. 
He looks fucking, so, uh, oh, this is fucking nightmarish. This is like some kind of fucking psychedelic dream gone wrong. Fucking half Ramsey. It fucking Why makes no sense. <laughs> you know, the overlap between the real world and this cartoon world that we're trapped in. It makes no sense. <laughs> Not a taff, are you? Ah, the place is fucking riddled with them. Well, that's half your problem there. <laughs> like rats. <laughs> I'll put breathe. some poison down Monday morning. <laughs> what is it those cuds eat? Welsh rabbit, whatever that is. Put some, some of that down. Lace well, with arsenic. Well, lace it. I'll call my old friends Bobby Charlton and Nobby Styles. <laughs> no. They're very good at making people disappear. <laughs> So they're, uh, <laughs> the crowd are going, uh, Sir Ralph will want to improve on that record. He won't want the Rovers getting beaten as soon as he takes over. Ramsey just <laughs> sitting there thinking, you're absolutely <laughs> fucking the, right, I won't. <laughs> Ramsey looks like he's about to fall asleep. His eyes are practically shut. And it's the game's <laughs> only just starting. He's, he's slumping forward and he's he doesn't look healthy. You still got, no. I've got a bit of my fucking Greek tab, but I've got to admit, I ate too much out there. Do you know, <laughs> Taffy, they eat fucking leaves with rice stuffed in the middle of them. Absolutely <laughs> fucking insane. But delicious. But once I, once I started eating them, I couldn't fucking stop. I fattened <laughs> myself up like a pig. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever eaten an olive, Taffy? Of course you haven't. <laughs> Of course you haven't. Why would you have done? Very bitter tasting things. So Ramsey's there, sat there, looking a bit sleepy on the bench. Um, suddenly, a break by Noel Baxter. That's right out of Ramsey's book of rules anyway. Ramsey's <laughs> book of rules. <laughs> yeah, my Ramsey's book of rule. Rule one, try and do a break down the right-hand side. <laughs> It's in the book of rules. You fucking read it. I've left a copy out. You can all share it. <laughs> I'm going for a shit. <laughs> oh, and then it's been, it's been elaborated on another crowd member says, every player in the team should be prepared to attack, including fullbacks. <laughs> that must be rule one in the book of rules. Fuck me. These fans know their stuff, don't they? They've got a lot <laughs> to fucking say for themselves. They're familiar with my book of rules. I like them. Sad to think fucking Roy's better off in that coma. <laughs> Um, but a Westbury head intercepted Noel's cross. Baxter puts a cross in, headed away. The Rovers will have to practice on that one. Their forwards just weren't looking for the ball. So this this thing of Noel Baxter putting crosses in must be new. I don't think Roy's ever considered doing that. Roy's going to have a few crosses. things to say about that. What have you been fucking doing with my team while I've been in that coma? You've had the I... fucking fullbacks putting crosses in, you cunt. Listen. What the fuck? Crosses, Sir Alf, with all due respect, are a thing of the fucking past. They're a waste <laughs> of fucking time, right? And some of these lads are that thick that you start trying to teach them shit like that, it'll just fucking confuse them and their whole fucking game will suffer, right? <laughs> Trust me. It's very simple. Get them to give the ball to me in straight lines and I'll do the fucking rest. <laughs> well, that's the problem, isn't it? There's no right to pick it up there when it gets headed away. And then, um, who are they playing again? Westbury. Westbury, break. Uh, and one of the fans. This is all just fucking narrated by the fans because there's no other cunt around with any authority. 
because Roy's in a coma. Normally you'd have Roy thinking about what's going on here. But Al doesn't there. shout much from the touchline at all, uh, does it's, he? It's in his book of rules. Everything's in mm. the book of rules. If you can't learn it from that, then it doesn't need to be said. Um, plus he's asleep. Um, <laughs> and now we've got Melchester under pressure. Great ball. Straight into the gap left by Baxter. Oh, you see there? That's what it is. Mm. You've got your fucking fullbacks attacking. Leaves a gap. That's what I'm saying. You get leave yourself fucking exposed. Fucking hell, Ramsey. It's not fucking 1966 anymore, you old fucking fool. <laughs> you silly cunt. Anyway, I thought, believe me, I've chatted to fucking Bobby Charlton. And from what I hear, you had fuck all to do with what happened in 66 anyway. <laughs> It was him and Styles running the show in that fucking Same as dressing room. Same was running itself, wasn't it? Fucking arsehole. They all took the piss out of you all the time. They, if they thought you a silly cunt then, and that was 14 years ago. Yeah, state of you. You got fat on fucking olives and that feta cheese. Jalapeño. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Jalapeño. Uh, Westbury are on the break. And as, uh, yeah, the crowd member says, great ball straight into the gap left by Baxter. But then from nowhere comes Vic Guthrie in with a sliding tackle. And the, the, uh, the Lampard says, you mean there was a gap? Vic Guthrie covered it perfectly. And slides in, puts the ball out. Um, the Westbury player goes, oof! And the Lampard says, now you know why Sir Alf brought him back into the team. You had your doubts, didn't you? But no, Sir Alf was right. He won the World Cup and he'll win the second division for Melchester as well. <laughs> they all fucking, they've all switched allegiance to Sir Alf pretty Very quick, quickly, haven't they? yeah. Except they're That's like those sort deal, of football... They're like those football hipsters you get as well. Well, you see, he's so much more tactically advanced than Roy. Roy is such a blunt instrument. If you watch the way in which his fullbacks overlap, it's very reminiscent of the Chilean side of the 1930s. 
the thing is with football, the history is very cyclical, tactically. So you see things that were very popular in the 1930s will come back into vogue sooner or later. And I think that's what's happening here with Sir Alf Ramsey. Fucking hell. This place is a fucking madhouse. <laughs> it's full of fucking loonies and basket cases. I hadn't even realised these cunts were in the second division before I pitched up. <laughs> I assumed it's Melchester. They've got to be in the top league, haven't they? But no. Fuck me. I tell you what, the fucking cash better be in the boot of my car, the boot of my fucking jack when I walk out of here, or they can forget this whole fucking shit show. I'm on the first <laughs> flight back to fucking Athens. <laughs> I'm on a rolling contract, a six-hour rolling contract. Those silly cunts in Greece, time. I didn't even tell them I'd left. They think I'm still there. Now, that fucking daft, they won't have noticed. I could be here for three fucking months, come back and just tell them I've been a bit poorly. There he is. Um, so Guthrie slid across, got the challenge in, um, but Melchester were still sorting themselves out as Westbury took a quick throw. Um, the player takes the throw in and he shouts, Near post, Terry! And then Guthrie's shouting at Noel Baxter, Baxter, come on! I can't cover you all the time! And sure enough, it was too late. Westbury put it in the back of the net. Yes! Cop that, Ramsey's Rovers! Melchester were asleep, like their manager. Fucking hell. Boss. What? what the fuck's happened? What? Why didn't you wake me up, Taffy, you silly bastard? <laughs> I thought you didn't want to be disturbed, Gaffer. <laughs> Fucking hell, they intimidated by you. <laughs> so they have and, Charlie Cotton. Remember, it's not Gaffer, it's Sir Ralph, <laughs> Mr. Ramsey, Sir Ralph Ramsey, <laughs> or... And I've just thought of this, Sir Gaffer. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget, Welshman, I am your superior in every way. <laughs> if you do not comply, I will break you. Like a butterfly on a wheel. <laughs> you weasel. You fucking weasel. <laughs> Why didn't you wake me up, you fucking weasel? <laughs> I'm sorry, boss. Fucking hell. Oh, fuck. Well, we'll have to get them in at half time and shake things up a bit. I'll get, get the, the book of rule rules out. That's the fucking book of rules. Can we get a copy to them while they're out there on the pitch? No, I don't think they'll let us do that. They'll let us do it in fucking Greece. None of it does much good. None of them can read a word of fucking English. They don't even have proper letters out there. They've got fucking shapes. I'm Sir Al fucking Ramsey. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I won the World Fucking Cup. Stop the fucking I want, game. I want to get a book out there to them. Stop the game. Book break. Reverie, I'm, well, I'm calling a book break. You see, I, I do the reading book motion, like out of... You don't give us a clue when they're describing a book. They fold their hands outwards. Well, I, I do that to the referee, and he understands that it's a book break. How <laughs> come the rules? Now, listen, Rev, how would you feel about starting this game again? You see, I nodded <laughs> off by mistake. I'd had one too many Usos before the game. You understand, old boy. How about we just call it quits and start over? I'm afraid we can't do that, Mr. Ramsey. That's Sir you Mr. What? Ramsey to you, you fucking oink. <laughs> Fine. 
fuck it. We got plenty of time to come back. Like in the World Cup final, we were behind. <laughs> I assume we're playing extra time if it finishes a draw. Is that right? Yes. Right. Well, just give us half an hour so they can all reread my fucking book of rules. If you're not going to let us start again, the least you can do is give us a good half hour. <laughs> we're taking half hour at half time anyway. We just won't come out. Nothing you can do about it, is there? You can't fucking award the game to the other team or anything. We'll come you out know, when we're fucking ready. Now, in Greece, people will laugh at the Greek game and say it's unsophisticated. But one thing they have got right is that half time lasts up to two and a half hours, giving them all enough time to have a, 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 a lovely sleep. <laughs> it's the continental way, and it will come here eventually. <laughs> So there we are. Uh, Melchester have gone behind to Westbury. And a bitter argument broke out. Charlie Carter says, <laughs> he had so much room, he was feeling lonely. <laughs> I forgot and, he uh, was a Native American. He's a Native American, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Duncan Mackay says, where were you, Noel? And Noel Baxter says, I thought Jimmy was coming across. He's supposed to be playing alongside Guthrie, isn't he? Jimmy says, no, no I'm not. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Where's the book? Who's got the book of rules? Uh, Sir Ralph said that you had to keep me out of your shirt. <laughs> it fell out within the first 20 seconds of the football match. <laughs> and now it has been trampled into the grass and is ruined. <laughs> but of course, let's not forget, we go across to the, hus- the hospital because they've got the radio on in Roy's room. Um, playing the commentary of this in the hope to try and get through it to him. So this isn't good, is it? It says, at that moment, back at Melchester General Hospital, uh, one of the doctors at the back there, looks sort of like Timothy Spall, actually. <laughs> um, he says, the volume's turned right up. Now let's see if anything registers. And the other doctor, who looks a bit like um, Robert Powell, I think. <laughs> or Piers Morgan, actually. Yeah, a younger Piers, Piers Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. Quiet, everybody! Look at the nurse. The, doc- mm. the nurse and Penny both looking pretty hot. They both look like the, the two backing singers from Human League. Yeah. I was going to say Wendy Craig, the nurse. Ooh. But, uh, yeah. That's another good knees up song. Life like is like a butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, quiet, everybody. The doctors were hoping that Roy would respond to a familiar sound or, in inverted commas, stimulus. There's a new word for your children, stimulus. I'll tell you what, I could do do a bit of stimulus off that fucking nurse you got over there. I might fucking... (laughs) And Both of them at once. Fucking wake me up a bit. We've got a spare room anywhere. We're embedding it. (laughs) Um, Fuck it, now it's going to shit on the wireless. Switch it back to fucking Noel Edmonds, will ya? On Radio he's... 1. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, Kenny Everett on Radio London. He's fucking <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> That'll wake him up. That's the kind of stimulus he needs. So all we're going to hear is the uh, Westbury fan shouting, Westbury, Westbury, we want two, we want two. Um, but and Penny, Penny with permanently... Tears rolling down her cheeks. The waterworks are switched on permanently. She said, nothing. He he didn't even move an eyelid. Um, and 
Piers Morgan says that. I'm not really surprised, Mrs. Race. Roy is more accustomed to the cheers of a Manchester crowd getting a goal. Don't you understand football, you silly woman? I'll, I'll go on Good Morning Britain on Monday morning and rail against women's football encroaching onto the popularity of men's football. And I'll tweet about it as well. I love a good rail up. <laughs> Um, so Penny, um, she's having a good cry. Tears rolling down her cheek. She's having a good think. It says the failure of the experiment was a bitty disappointment to Roy's wife, Penny. And she's thinking about Roy slaloming his way through some defenders who were just lying on the pitch in his wake. And she says, you, you look so helpless, Roy. If only you were at Westbury now, scoring the kind of goals that we all remember. And then she's thinking about him blasting one past Westbury uh, with a big fucking grin on his face. Smash! Bang! Wallop! 4 nil. But you've only scored two. That's fucking 4 nil. Fuck off. It's always 4 nil. Um, there we are. Um, it's, it's sad to see a man that's been cut down in his prime, isn't it? When you look at Roy doing that in her thoughts... And I've missed that. It's been a while. It's been too long since we've seen that. I've missed it. What, him in action? Him in action, yeah. Because there's been lots of off-the-pitch stuff. Too much off-the-pitch stuff. Yeah, it's distracting. It's been a fucking... Mm. It's been a turbulent season, to say the least, mate. Mm -hmm. To say the fucking least. So there we are. It says, but back at Westbury, where the half-time whistle had just sounded, and again, the fucking... Crowing cunts in the fucking crowd. Melchester were all over the place. They're lucky to be trailing by only one goal. Another one shouts, Westbury could have had two or three. <laughs> and, uh, oh, God. They've just all walked into the dressing room. And there's Alf Ramsey. There. He's not fucking happy, is he? He's not a fucking all, is he? No, well, he's gentlemen, it looks <laughs> as if we've got one or two things to sort out. <laughs> And the first of them is here. Camera pans down. <laughs> Ramsey is naked from the waist downwards. <laughs> he is sporting an enormous, magnificent erection. <laughs> now, right, all fast. of you, all of you, strip off, and I want to see <laughs> erections on all of you within thirty seconds, at least as good as this one. Go. <laughs> it's a little something I picked up in Greece, chaps. <laughs> <laughs> a half-time ritual which the Panathinaikos players swore by. Now, normally we'd have you all oiled up and wrestling each other, but we don't have time because it's just a ten-minute half-time turnaround. We could do that in training on Monday, and by God, we will. <laughs> training on Monday will take place at the Melchester Steam Rooms, <laughs> which I have hired—I have hired out especially for the week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never says, truly become a team unless we are all at one with each other's bodies. That's what we intend to do. None of us can have hold any secrets from each other. <laughs> we must all expose ourselves fully, not just physically, but emotionally also. Naked as the day we were born, oiled but up. Once we are all, once we are all fully erect, we shall form a circle. 
We shall all be blindfolded. Taffy shall work his way around the circle, blindfolded each of us. Then we shall take it in turns to tell the story of the most traumatic event to have happened to each of us during our childhoods. <laughs> well, make when, sure that those erections are maintained at all times. When we have all shared those stories, however traumatic they may be, the blindfolds are removed. Anyone who has lost their erection will be immediately dropped from the team. <laughs> For one game. If this means we have to go into the second half with only two players, gentlemen, believe me, that is something I'm willing to do. <laughs> How do you think I motivated those players in the World Cup of 1966? <laughs> You've seen the footage of us all standing in that circle before extra time. You couldn't see inside that circle, could you? No, but I tell you what, we were all hard as nails. <laughs> now, Alan Ball had a tiny acorn-like member, but by God, it was stiff. You could hang your fucking hat on it. <laughs> Jack Charlton was like a thoroughbred racehorse down below. <laughs> it was a fearsome sight. <laughs> there was a big disparity between his member and that of his brother Bobby and that explained a lot about their relationship with one another <laughs> so there we are uh, that's the end of that one we've got one or two things to sort out says Sir Ralph and we'll find out how they do that in the next episode it says next week, and then there's a little bit of speech. It says, wait a minute, I, I'm sure I heard him groan. Now, that's either going to be Roy in the hospital bed or it's going to be one of the uh, Manchester players yeah. having a little wank. Re reaching the, uh, climax. Circle. The, <laughs> reaching climax without touching it, just by hearing the traumatic childhood experiences <laughs> of, of Taffy Morgan. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. It would be black. Tuesday's. Oh, that's Tuesday's session taken care of. <laughs> Now, learning how to ejaculate without pleasuring yourself. George Cohen was circumcised due to his religious background. None of the other chaps had ever seen anything like it before in their lives. <laughs> Martin Peters was terrified by the very sight of it and began to weep. <laughs> I had to put my arm around him and explain that the, the cultural differences made, meant nothing. We were still teammates. <laughs> it was purely a physical affectation. <laughs> right that's it we'll be back with the, uh, the next part of it and see what happens next uh, next week um, take the FN tickets keep it counting keep it counting